Hello, I'm Dan Whedon, and welcome to episode 19 of Unleashed the Podcast. This is a special episode as it's a replay of an interview that I did with my friend Noah Fleming back in June of 2020 for a special video series. The information is still really, really great. Noah is an expert in helping small privately held companies and larger companies, including a Stanley Cup champion, to advance their evergreen marketing. Uh, he's wrote, written several books and he is a thought leader on marketing and his information, even though we spend a lot of time talking about the pandemic, his information is evergreen and I guarantee will be very good information for you moving into 2021. My guest is Noah Fleming, and I know you will enjoy it. Noah Fleming, a longtime friend and colleague, uh, a guy who I like to uh, hang around in Miami and New York with, in Rhode Island, of all places. Uh, we've known each other a long time, and Noah is an expert in marketing. Uh, he's written books. He's a LinkedIn learning author. And uh, if you want to keep your marketing evergreen, then Noah is your guy. And we're going to learn a lot from Noah today. Noah, my friend, welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here with you. And I sure hope someday we can get back to those uh, hangouts in New York and and Miami and all those places you mentioned. I, I do too, because uh, I think both of us are extroverts, at least to a certain extent. And uh, it's, it's way more fun uh, to be talking together. But I'm glad I have you here because you're, you're located up in, in Canada. You're just on the other side of the border from Detroit. So we don't get together that often anyway. This tends to, to work pretty well. This is great. Thanks for having me. I'm thrilled to be an inaugural guest on your new series here. This is thank, exciting. Thank you. Thank you. So here, I, I'm, I'm actually going to, to lead off my first question on marketing in, a, in the environment we, we happen to be in now. We can't overlook it. It's, as we're doing this, it's June of 2020. And marketing, especially in the midst of unable to network like many of us have, have done in the past, how can small and medium-sized business owners utilize technology like we're doing today and other, other methods to continue to build relationships? Well, I mean, the first interesting thing you're saying there is that it's June. And so this, this started in March, as we know. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the most fascinating thing to me is, is the first month was a little bit of shock. The second month, you heard everybody talking about pivoting and adopting to this new way of business. Well, now it's June, and I'm still seeing businesses that aren't doing anything new. And, they're, they're, you know, nothing's changed. They're still uh, working in their, own, their old ways. They consider adopting and pivoting to be just getting on some Zoom calls and reaching out to clients that way. But it's not enough. Uh, we need to be doing more, we need to be innovative, and we need to be working a lot faster. So, you know, if, if you said webinars, for example, are going to be a part of your marketing moving forward, uh, your first webinar should have been a month and a half ago, and you should be working on your third or fourth now, and you should be getting a lot better at them. Um, and so, you know, this is the time to move, right? 
Absolutely. Do you have some examples of, of some clients that you've worked with that have done exactly what you talk about? And that is moving. And, and, and as you get to that, I, I start thinking sometimes in crisis, because I deal with that, uh, you are either a, a fight, a flight or a freeze, right? I'm, I'm looking for door kickers. I, wanted, I want people not only fighting, I want some door kickers. Do you have any examples of, of innovative door kickers? Well, I have examples of, of both sides and, you know, I'm not going to mention any of my clients, sure. names, but, but there are some that are, there are some that are moving too slow. Um, some that are caught in the trap of, you know, trying to, to create perfection when our customers actually don't expect perfection right now. So, you know, my kids very well might run in on this call right now. And, and we've all learned to accept that. So we've got to move quick. I like what you're saying. We need door kickers. We need people that are doing things with speed, uh, with efficiency, and not willing to, you know, are willing to do something that might be not perfect right away. So I've got clients that are moving quickly to replace entire sales forces in a remote way. So uh, one client in particular that does, they manufacture uh, items for the greenhouse industry. And so it's very hands-on technical demonstrations and they're having to find ways to do these remotely now. And we're working with a sales team who's not used to being on camera, not used to doing something like this. And so we've got to work really hard to upgrade their skills, to get better, to help them. So few things you can do. One is invest in help, uh, get help. Go find a local videographer or somebody who can also get on a remote Zoom call with you and say, hey, look, Here's some webinars and marketing material we're putting together to use remotely in this current world. How could we improve this? Uh, everything from the way your camera's set, right? So <laughs> right. It could be set the wrong way, uh, to how your lighting is, to how your sound is. It doesn't have to be perfect, but you can find ways to, to continuously get better. And so those are the clients that I really love that are saying, let's get it out there, but then let's try and find ways to make this better. And the last important point, my, the ones that I'm really excited about are the ones that are saying, you know, we've been talking about doing these types of things for years. And so we're not just going to do them now and hope that we get by and then go back to status quo. They're saying, let's get really good at it now. And these are things that are going to become part of our ongoing marketing uh, well into the future. And I want to maybe segue into that. Uh, your Tuesday tidbits are fantastic. And, any, and, and I'll make sure that on the site, we, we have a way for people to subscribe to that. I, I read that and, we, and I, you talk a lot about building re, re relationships that in order to have an evergreen pipeline and an evergreen marketing plan, you have to build relationships. And I have to tell you, Noah, that in the last two months, I've probably started building more relationships than I had hate to say, but in the prior year, because what you and I are doing now, I've been able to do with more people around the country and around North America than I had before. This opens up opportunities for any business owner in any industry to build relationships, maybe even more than when you just picked up the phone and talked voice to voice, right? So I, I agree with all of that. In my, my biggest belief is there's one single thing that helps companies build relationships. And this is part of the Tuesday tidbit, which you get regularly. It's consistency. Mm -hmm. Showing up week after week, day after day, whenever it is. So 
salespeople, businesses, marketing people, we're notorious for reaching out when we want to get the sale or reaching out when, you know, business is a little slow and I know I should be doing this. But if you can show up consistently in your marketing all the time, that's how you're going to build those relationships. My business, I generate 95% of my business from an email newsletter. Think about that for a second. That goes out once a week. Uh, 95% of my business comes from a single weekly newsletter. And the reason is I'm consistent. So I'm showing up on your doorstep every week saying, hey, Dan, here I am. Not trying to sell you anything, trying to give you value. Trying to say, look, here I am. Here's something that might help you. And eventually what happens is people call. And once people call, they feel like we've already got a relationship. They want to do business. But I think you're right. Uh, now's the time to be building relationships heavily. Talk to me a little bit about what you think about video and live streaming. And, and I've, I've talked to a lot of clients and I've said, look, you might not be, let's say you're in construction, you might not be able to go out there. But what if you started doing some do-it-yourself at home repair type videos that you just started putting out there so that you became a person or a business of interest? And I see this opportunity through video, through technology to create that value you're talking about, even in a more personal way. And I'll, I'll say this before I let you answer. I see the guitars behind you. I think that's awesome. I've, people watching this will know, hey, no, this guy likes music. This guy likes, there is a personalization to all of this, even as you're giving that advice. Can you talk a little bit about videos and live streaming? Um, sure. I mean, the one thing I'll say about that is, you know, a, a lot of us, a lot of businesses uh, put off a, put off things for a long time. There was businesses that didn't even have a website or had no way of, <laughs> or had no way of processing a transaction. So suddenly March uh, 2020 comes around and a month later, everyone's able to do this. Everyone that wasn't able to do it has been talking about it for five years. And the same thing happens with video and live streaming. Everybody's been talking about it for three, four, five years. Even those construction guys know that they need to do this. Um, I worked with a tool rental company once and they knew that, you know, they couldn't just put, here's how you use a fence post auger on a website uh, and write it down. They had to show you and they had to create a video. And so again, now is the time to be doing these things. Now's the time to be upgrading your skills, to be leveling up, to be trying these things. It's okay if it sucks, right? It's okay, right. but get it out there and get better at it. I think uh, live streaming and video are, again, they're going to be huge, but now's the time to not say, well, you know what, we'll get to it in two or three years. Uh, no, right? We know now, and you're a, you're a, a crisis expert, we know that these black swan type of events can come and we can't get caught with, for lack of a better word, with our pants down again, right? right? We need to be ready. And so these are the types of things that every business needs to be focused on right now. So before this all happened, obviously you've built a great business over time because you've been helping clients to, to help them in their marketing. Most of those concepts, in fact, all of them continue on after this. So aside from COVID-19 and pandemics, what are the things that small, small and medium-sized business owners haven't been doing and aren't doing that they not only need to start now to do, but must continue to do in the future to build relationships? 
Sure. So a lot of my work over the past uh, couple of years has really worked. My first couple of books were written about what you do once you actually get a customer and how to keep them. Mm-hmm. And then I started working on once you've got a customer in your door, here's how to create a great experience. And then that morphed into, you know, let's get a customer the right way and let's figure out how to take care of them. And then let's figure out how to keep them coming back. So I've kind of started working the whole customer experience. I think a few things that companies need to be doing is mapping out their sales process. So every business has a sales process, whether you believe it or not. So mapping that out, uh, defining what that looks like, what happens when a customer calls you or a prospect calls you what's the time frame between when that customer reaches out to when you're making first contact um what happens once that prospect actually becomes a customer actually thinking about these things writing those things down and saying once dan whedon has decided to become one of our customers what happens with dan how do we take care of dan how do we engage with dan long after that first sale to try and find the second sale or the third sale. You see, what I find is everybody's doing this haphazardly. When you could sit there over a couple, um, a couple drinks one night, hanging out, pull out a pad and kind of map it out. What actually happens here? How often do we need to get in touch with our customers? What kind of regular and consistent marketing do we have going out um, on a consistent basis? actually sit there and write down all the things you do and look at them and say, are these consistent enough? Um, Could we add a better schedule here? Do we need a weekly email blast? Should we be doing a weekly video series? What is it? Actually sit there and map those things out. Uh, And then the next important thing I'm finding is with everybody working at home, you know, we're trying to learn how to, to, to manage remotely. Well, a lot of companies didn't manage well, in the, in, the, in the real world, right? So now we're trying to manage how people are working in a remote world. But you want to sit there and you want to think about what are the most important things that I need to know my people are doing on a regular basis? So whether it's your customer service people, your marketing people, your sales team, how many calls are they making? How many prospects are they seeing? How many emails are they sending? Sounds like simple stuff, but it's really important to get a handle on that. So I think these are just key things that I'm trying to encourage all of my clients to be doing right now. So you talk about something that I know uh, you wrote a book on and it's loyalty because you know, we talk about, Hey, let's go out and acquire new business. And that's always important. However, you and I both know it's much harder to acquire new business than it is to keep that business. that's already there. It's much more costly. It's more profitable to keep, the, the, you know, keep people sure. loyal to you. Could you have two or three tips, suggestions on that loyalty factor? I know you, you touched on it, but you have well, two or three tips on, on, on building loyalty. The, the first thing is that, yeah, it's, it's absolutely more fun to go and hunt for new business than it is to keep our existing business, right? That's, that becomes, That's the sexy part, right? old news and so the second yeah. thing is is the live streaming and it's these new customer efforts i'm going to to engage in but loyalty has to be earned and so i know you're a big sports fan and and i'm sitting in the end zone right now so that's right. yes <laughs> and loyalty is is stronger in no other place than sports right there there are loyal fans but loyalty's earned and you need to earn it by showing up day in and day out you need to show up again i have touched on it. you need to be consistent Uh, you need to not just show up when you're looking for the sale. And so again, just like I talked about a few minutes ago, you want to map out 
what an ongoing engagement process looks like. So I worked with a, a number of clients to develop something that was called, I've called it the 4590 rule, but the, the timelines can change. And what the 4590 rule is this, I had a manufacturing client that said, we need a better way of engaging with our customers regularly. And we looked at their buying cycles and we looked at how often people bought from them. And they decided this, that every customer we have needs some sort of personalized touch point every 90 days. Doesn't matter who they are. We need to be talking to them. We need to be seeing them every 90 days. And it needs to be recorded and it needs to be measured and needs to be monitored. And then they said for our top 10% of clients, we need to be in their office having an in-person meeting every 45 days. We need to be having lunch with them every 45 days. So that became the 4590 rule. Now, change those numbers to whatever you want. You might have a, you know, a 1530 rule, uh, whatever it is. But that's the type of simplicity you can add to something like an ongoing engagement process. You just look at your customers and you say, what makes sense for us? How often do we need to be in touch? And now you've got something you can build into your CRMs and your tools that you can actually use to measure this. So did you talk to all your clients? It's been 90 days. Who are we missing here? Who do we need to reach out to? And just gives you a little bit better of a plan. So it's not so haphazard. That's so incredibly valuable. I love, I love that uh, because it, <laughs> it's, as you said, there's so many times that, that I think businesses, especially that are busy, that, that, that they have a head down, that they forget that this is a process too. One, one other process I want you to, to touch on, because I know you've worked with clients on this, is somebody calls you. It could be somebody who's looking for the very first time to engage you, or it could be one of those clients, those loyal customers that calls you. Uh, you and I both had experiences of calling people, including clients where really that's how you answer the phone, not yeah. them, but, but somebody in their organization. Can you talk about uh, that whole the doorman is the most important person in the organization for a hotel. Talk about that for a business. I'll, I'll tell you a really quick story and I'll try and sum it up quick, but I was at an annual conference with a, with a past client, uh, again, won't name names, but they, they had secret shopped their own company and they had listened to all the times these incoming calls were coming in over a two week period. And the calls would say something and they are making these calls. So the calls would say, Hey Dan, I'm just wondering, does your business do this? And the person on the other end of the line would say, no, I don't think so. And then on the video, they had this big X come up like family feud because they did do that. <laughs> and so they played these calls for a two week period and everybody's dying in the room laughing. You know, it was really funny. And I got up there on stage after to finish out the event and I, I got really serious with them. And I said, that was not funny. I'd be shaking in my boots if I was the president or owner of this company. Because think of how much revenue was lost in that two week period. What's happened over the past six months, right? And so that what you're talking about is one of the most important things. So we've heard people say this before, try and get yourself on the phone, but shop your own business. Send your, have someone that you know, send your business a customer support email. See how long it takes to get a response. Fill out your online quoting material yourself or have a friend do it. See how long it takes somebody to get back to you. Uh, you know, I, I had another uh, company that I, I was working with and what we found out was their salespeople weren't even answering the phones anymore. They were just passing them off to their, their service help team, the assistant team. So you couldn't even get your sales rep on the phone. 
So again, just test these things, see how your company's doing with them and get better at them. These are small improvements you can make that will make big wins in the end. Really you know, this has, been, this has been a blast. Before we go, tell everybody a, a little bit about your books, about your LinkedIn. Where can people find you uh, and get some of the resources? So the best place to find me is obviously my website, which is noahfleming.com. I'm sure Dan will link that up. Or you can find me on LinkedIn. Would love to connect with any, any of you there. So I write a newsletter on LinkedIn. You can find all my new material. But um, no, I mean, this, this is the time, Dan. As we know, this is the time to be, to be leveling up and to be getting better. And there's no greater opportunity than you have right now to be doing these things. Well, Noah, this has been great. Uh, for any of you who want to get into the end zone in your business by, by consistent marketing and, and building relationships and, and customer loyalty, Noah is a great, great resource. He's a great friend of mine. And Noah, I'm looking forward to uh, not just doing this virtually, but getting together again sometime in, in the near future after all this is done. Uh, be well, my friend. And to all, everybody else, uh, be well. And of course, always be unleashed. I'm Dan Whedon, and this was another episode, episode number 19 for Unleashed the Podcast. My guest was Noah Fleming. Please check us out and subscribe on any of the places that you get podcasts. We're on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Music.